Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, Today is guest day, uh, guest Thursday, and uh, we're very excited, uh, Kathy, to uh, have some neighbors of yours. Uh, Yes, I love having fellow New Hampshire people We got uh, Scott and Kristen Cornell uh, from New Hampshire. Uh, (laughs) uh, They've been on this exciting uh, journey. They're leaders in living waters, and uh, their amazing story that they're going to share with us of, of what it means to walk with God and uh, to bear witness to uh, the beautiful life that God's given them. Uh, they they live the epitome of uh, blessed to be a blessing. Uh, and what a, what a great thing. So welcome, welcome, Scott and Kristen. And uh, are you uh, at your lake house or your other house in New Hampshire? We're down at the lake. Ah, uh, How is it? Uh, we were just uh, standing out on the dock, um, just talking to each other about what a what a beautiful, glorious it's, morning it's it is. It's, 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 it's absolutely perfect day. <laughs> That's great. Well, um, we're happy you didn't decide to do it on the boat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If I didn't know it was an option. I'll get my back out. Back That's it. That's Although it. if I could have joined you on the boat, then yeah, that well, would have been maybe, fine. Maybe if we were all on the boat, then it would yeah, be all right. We should right. work that out. We should work that out. We want to uh, talk to you, by the way, about, uh, you know, we're doing the retreats in New, in New Hampshire in uh, October of uh, having a few of us come down to you and your lake house for uh, in between the retreats and maybe for a day or two and having some fun and and being in the word together. So that would be that would be fun if you're around. So we'll we'll let you know on the dates of that. Yeah, that would be awesome. We'd love that'd it. be a treat for sure. I'd love to love to see it. Well, we uh, we really enjoy having you. And I think to start would be to have share a little bit about uh, the people and get to know you a little bit. Uh, why don't each of you share? How did you uh, each come to know Christ? Yeah. Why don't you start oh, this one? I'll start. Um, I I grew up in a home where we went to church, and you know I was familiar with Sunday school, and we we did that every Sunday, and I was part of youth group, and then I actually went to a Catholic college, and we came to we were married in church, so church was important to us, and my parents laid a, a fantastic foundation, but it wasn't until about eighteen years ago that we really realized that we were not necessarily in relationship with Christ. And I was Mm. diligently seeking him. You know, we knew a lot. We were going through all the motions with our kids. Church was important to us. We were singing the songs, reading the Bible stories, uh, but something was missing. And really through our son, who was three at the time, God, God showed me a few things and he started asking us questions and I realized, uh, not God, but our son. Not God. God was not. Well, <laughs> was maybe he was prompting us. Hey, we thought about this. Um, and I realized I just did not have the answers for him. So, as important as it was for us to bring our kids up in Christ, I realized I don't actually know anything. And that that sent a three year old was asking. That a three year old was asking. <laughs> and um, that sent me on a journey of just seeking God. And as I sought him, you know, he met us exactly where we were at and I surrendered my life to him. And it's just been this beautiful journey of restoration and, and joy and fruit of the spirit. And the more we started experiencing that, the more we drew in relationship with him and, and learned to, to walk with him. And God put awesome people in our path and step-by-step step, we, we started growing in him and, you know, Living Waters Ministry is part of that journey. Yeah. So we're yeah. we're thankful for all we've learned with that. Beautiful. Scott, how about and you? And what about you, Scott? Yeah, so um, my family was Catholic um, when I was a kid, but, but not very good Catholics. <laughs> so so <laughs> I knew some stories and I knew some, some movements, but, uh, <laughs> um, and I always believed in God. I just, you know, all through my life, I, but I never really, I mean, I, 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 kind of knew who Jesus was, but I really didn't understand but anything really about him. Um, and so that's kind of how I, I, I 
when I was living my life, I, um, God was always in the background and I kind of knew he was there. So I had some fear, I guess, but, um, and I would talk to him because I didn't, I didn't know any other way. And, um, but it was, it, it was hit or miss. And, and, um, you know, Kristen told a little bit of our story, but, uh, as, as, uh, I got on with my life, uh, we were pretty successful. I had a good career. Uh, we had a, had a beautiful wife, new wife, um, growing family. Uh, but, we were off track in a lot of ways. Um, we, it was just, um, there was, was a lot of stress. There was a lot of uh, things that just were never right. And there wasn't, there were moments of joy mm-hmm. um, and moments of goodness. And then there's uh, a lot of, um, of just tense and tenseness and um, uncertainty and, and really kind of what are we doing? Um, and um to the point where I, at one point I got, um, we were, had a new house that we had built, uh, had gotten laid off. I started a new company, actually was uh, reselling some software and it was commission only, really didn't have a whole lot of money, uh, but new family kid, you know, brand new kids. And um, my mother had a stroke at that time, which we had to, to work with and deal with. And um, I think that's what really brought me around to like, okay, I, I need something better than this. We realized we, we do not have this. <laughs> you know, and, was and, that in alignment at the same time as Kristen was, was, it was. So I think, you know, Kristen kind of led the way and, and she said, you know, we want to do this church thing. Um, and I was open and I was completely open. I think I was at that point where maybe there's some, some, something. And I always kind of felt like there should be something more to church. And it just always felt that way, but it, and even, yeah, it just always have. Um, so I think the timing was, you know, God had, had got me in the right spot, um, he, to be he really had us in the right spot, yeah. but I think a lot of it just had to do with our willingness to be open to him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we were, we knew we wanted a church somehow. I knew I wanted a Bible believing church. I picked that up somewhere and I was seeking that. So whether that was the Holy spirit or yeah. I don't know where I got that from, but, um, I remember praying to God, just a very off the cuff prayer of, you know, God, this would be so much easier. <laughs> I had a friend ask me, just tell me where to go. Like, I just didn't know where to go. And as it would have it, um, he sent me three friends, told me the same place to go. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> I, I think there. we're supposed to go there. Yep. And, yep. you know, through, through little moments of that with him meeting us, we learned to trust him yeah. and mm-hmm. to so, you know, so we go to this church <laughs> the very first day we go to this church um we walk in and it's a great it's a big church which and it's was un- completely unlike anything i've ever experienced you know they're playing like rock music and stuff so i was like you know it's just we weird. were a little shell-shocked yeah but the the guy um got up to, to preach and he wasn't the normal preacher um for that church um but he opened up the bible and he started reading and just talking about tithing so my very first sermon at this was about tithing, right? And this is completely like, okay, no, I can't, you know, we're never going to be able to afford this church was my thought. But, um, but what struck me as I was leaving is like, there was truth. Like that was like real truth. And these people are taking that, that book seriously and mm-hmm. they're believing what's in it. We and left knowing that's absolutely true. I just knew it. We just yeah. knew in our spirit. And I, and I, we love telling that story because, you know, don't hold back with seekers. Seekers want the truth. And we were seeking truth yeah. and we received it. And God showed us then we, we, can't, we decided we're going to do that. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to mm-hmm. afford to do that in, in, in our natural mind. Um, but God taught us through that as we obeyed what we heard, how to trust him. Mm-hmm. And in growing a business, we, we needed that. We needed to know that he is our provider and we are to trust in him. Yep. And it was very hard at moments walking through that, but we did it. And, and, and that's something that was huge for us. Yeah. And it set us me, very me, much personally on a path of like, I wrestled with a lot of scripture from that point forward, um, mm. but, but it was the most awesome thing. And a lot of it was just me wrestling by myself, I guess with God, but because it, it didn't always align with what I was hearing from people preaching. Yeah. You know, so, so I had to rectify mm-hmm. that over the years. And it was, it was, it was actually, um, I, I think some of the most enjoyable time I've spent in scripture. Yeah, that's good. We're we were close to him. Were yeah. you, um, now you were, how many years were you married by then at that point? Um, uh, well, Seth was 15. three, so probably 
87-ish. Yeah, seven years. Maybe. Okay. So tell us, um, back up a minute then, and tell us how did you meet each other and then uh, you know, wind up deciding to get married? This is a oh. good story. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, coming home from school, so I had just graduated, and my mom was a little bit concerned about my moving back to a very small town, knowing that my friends from high school had you know, either gotten married or moved on, and I was leaving all of my friends from college. So, you know, I wasn't coming home to much and she knew it, but I was coming home nonetheless. And she was lamenting to a neighbor um, who I had worked for. So she knew me really well. And my, my parents' neighbor and my mom set us up on a blind date. My mom did not know him. It was the neighbor. The neighbor's like, oh, I know a nice young man that I work with. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally, when they proposed this to me, I'm like, sure, I have, I literally have nothing else to do. Why not? Yeah. And, and, and this neighbor was kind of not quite harassing me, but almost to, the, to, to, to do this blind date, but she couldn't figure out how to actually make it happen. And at the time, I was like, "All right, just just give me the girl's number. I'll call her." All right, <laughs> so call her up, and and I think it was in your graduation party. It was, yeah, yeah. He called me during my graduation party, yeah. and, and we, our first date was the week after I moved home. Yep. Yeah, that's excellent. And <laughs> did you know pretty quickly that? Yeah, well, I um actually had two dates with two different girls that weekend. Uh, Kristen was the first date. Uh, it's a Friday night, and then yeah. Saturday night, I actually canceled that date. Oh, so I yeah. think I, I, I had some inklings at that point. <laughs> yep, that's beautiful. Love it. And the uh, um, and so you dated uh, how long before you got married? We dated a year, and then we were engaged a year. So we met in June. We were engaged in June, and then we were married the following June. Uh-huh. And you guys were living up in New Hampshire then. Maine. I was in Maine. He was in New Hampshire. Yeah, but they're right on the border. So we were not very far, maybe 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, maybe half hour. Yeah. Okay. So you were, uh, uh, you dated, uh, attracted to each other, decided to get married, um, got married. And then seven years later, God said, well, I'd like to know me, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) uh, And you both responded to that, you know, what a, what a great, uh, uh, story of that and then um, uh, tell us uh, your career through that a little bit just briefly what overview of, of how you guys were working and you know having kids and all that what did it, what was that like uh, through the how many years you been married now 25 yeah. 25 yeah so what's how what what is your what was your working environment like during that time um, well when we first met Um, So I had just gotten home from school and was looking for a job. He was working at a company called Cabletron and with my, my neighbor who was also working there. And I had worked for her in the past and she hired me on to work in the marketing department at Cabletron. So I worked there for a while and then was in the collections department at Cabletron and wasn't really finding a, you know, it was a good job, but it was just a job. And Really, God laid it on my heart, really before we were following him, um, to go back to school and get my teaching degree. Mm. So I did that um, right after we were married. Mm-hmm. I went back to school and started working in a school system and um, got my master's and started teaching, ah. taught for three or four years. And then with our second child, was born and we found out the third one was on the way and Scott's like yeah we, you did not make enough money to cover that daycare bill so beautifully I, God used that though right to yeah. teach you for homeschooling and stuff well, yeah well, it, it gets really interesting so yeah I'm kind of in so that I, I was a stay-at-home mom yeah. um you know once we had the kids we so And I really didn't go back full-time teaching, but I did do a lot of um, interim substituting. Um, I was involved in teaching children's ministry at our church. Um, I did a lot of curriculum writing for them really up until last year. Last year, I was back in working with student ministry, um, doing some programming for our church with them. 
So I've always been teaching. And the funny thing is, our, when I was an undergraduate, I got a history degree and people would ask me, um, do you want to teach? And I'm like, oh, no, no, I, I don't know. So God, is, God has shown me that, no, I made you to be a teacher and I'm, I'm still teaching. <laughs> wow, that's great. How about you, Scott? What's your career look like? Yeah, so um, I started um, this, she mentioned Cabletron. I had went there as an intern and, and uh, took a full-time position um, doing multimedia development back uh, before the internet. You remember CD-ROMs, do you remember those things? Oh, yeah. So I was building those things, um, which was really fun, really, really a great um, time. But um, went from there to um, when the internet came around to work for some large consulting firms uh, in the Boston area um, doing um, web application stuff, so pretty early on. And uh, that's what brought us down to Boston. She went to school down there. Uh, actually, she, you were teaching down in the, in the mm -hmm. Boston area uh, when you were teaching. And uh, along the way, I actually, and this happens to a lot of uh, people in that field, you, you start a company. Uh, so I started a software company, um, kind of sold it out to my partner. Uh, wasn't a huge success, but it was my first, my first shot at it. Um, and uh have been just in, in designing software so i've been working with companies in and out of um uh really around the the, the boston area uh, designing software for them and then uh, more recently and this maybe probably will come up again uh, i started a um a, a software company that i ended up running for 18 years hmm. beautiful yeah you, you can share about the uh, outcome of that so that's uh that's pretty cool what kind of software are you doing Oh, we're all over the place. Um, well, with the consulting firms, it was um, a lot of e-commerce stuff back in the day, right? You first realized that you could actually sell something over the internet. You know, back then people weren't sure. Right. right? That's right. <laughs> you think you'll ever be able to sell anything over the internet? But, you know, <laughs> Kathy, Kathy, uh, Kathy uh, they're, ta they're talking about the good old days. Uh, when I was, when I was an executive, young executive, <laughs> uh, there was no such thing as, as uh, even, you know, just beginning having mainframe computers, mm -hmm. no internet, no e-phone, no iPhone, no email, nothing of that stuff. Um, we did, we did everything still by paper primarily. So those are the really good old days. <laughs> yeah. No phones either. They're very, very little, not, not right. the degree that we have them today. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have, when I was there, we didn't have any, it wasn't, we didn't have any phones. I mean, any, any other than a landline, that was it. Mm. It was hooked to a wall or a cord, right? Hooked to a cord. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, it's kind of just some funny stories. Um, one of the one of the uh, never really turned into a company, but we actually built prototypes. Uh, a buddy of mine and I uh, and developed. You know, are you familiar with Peloton? You know the the sure. bike you get on oh, yeah. metal oh, yeah. and screen in front of you and yep. you can kind of compete. And we actually built that back in 1999. Oh, cool. 1999, yeah. we actually had a working prototype of that. It was obviously not really? polished as Pelotons. Um, and we ran into some copyright issues and, and um, patent issues, so we just didn't pursue it. But we actually, my buddy and I actually, he would be in his house biking on his bike. I'd be in my house, and the things were connected over the internet, and you could kind of like see each other's <laughs> movement. And so it was, it was actually pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> that became all the rage in COVID. I know, it only yeah. took 30 years. <laughs> 30 years too early. Uh, and then uh, this, my, my first software company, real company, um, if you think uh, VBRO and Airbnb, yep. um, mm -hmm. that's what we did. But it was vacation rental management, contract sure. yep. set management. Um, it was all done through real estate companies back then. They would do the rent, you know, uh, vacation rentals. And so yep. we were kind of automating them. Um, really the one of the first cloud applications it was pretty cool wow um, yeah wow that's neat well so um, yeah. go ahead go ahead Scott. no i was just gonna say, I was wrap up uh, my most recent company that i ran for 18 years was um um it was in the banking industry for use customer service software for banks okay um and um uh, i know that you know you've learned uh, about what it means to abide uh, discern god's will uh do that together uh, describe how did you uh, come to understand that and then how has that impacted your life in terms of how you abide and, and how you are processing uh, together, have processed together uh, <laughs> pretty significant stuff uh, in your life that God has taken you down roads that you would have never dreamed that he was going to take you. So, you know, share share that piece of it if you would. So let me go first. You want to go first? Um, well, I think that like we had experienced this on some level in little pockets. And when we heard how the, this concept of um, abiding consistently 
and mm -hmm. going to unity it was a game changer for us and and we really grabbed a hold of that yeah it's interesting because we um you know we've been working with living, living waters for a year and a year year and no, a half i think i think our years. first abiding retreat was three years ago uh, yeah okay so it's yeah. been i remember because our, our mm -hmm. son was first it's, it's been a busy school. couple of years so it's yeah. like kind of losing <laughs> right. track of those. but well and um, you no, connected through c12 as well right yeah mm -hmm. yeah we did yeah. um so kind of early on at least in my walk um you know, I was thinking, you know, how, how do I, because I was thinking about this uh, just this morning as I was down on the dock thinking about this call that we're having here and, and thinking about my walk, my, and especially early on and what, you know, how did I abide then? Because I, I didn't really understand what I was doing, but, but I did it. Um, and part of it was just, you know, I was telling you, I was earlier, I was, I was wrestling with these scriptures and, and really what I was wrestling with is I'm seeing these promises in the Bible, right? And hmm. like, well, they're in there. And either I'm not understanding them properly, like I'm reading it because they seem fairly clear to me and I'm reading it, but, um, and I'm not understanding it or what I'm hearing from others, they're not understanding it or they just, something's amiss here. So I really wanted to understand that. And so I spent a lot of time digging through the scriptures to the point where I actually, at one point we were doing an exercise to read through the Bible in a year and I was underlining every promise that I saw in the Bible. I'd write, and I'd write that scripture down. I, I wouldn't write it out the scripture, but I'd just write down the verse and number. And especially just the, and it wasn't even all the promises. It was the ones that I kind of resonated with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, I'd see it and I'd like, that's a promise right there. And that, I would like that. And anyway, so I'd write that verse down and I'd also look at kind of what, you know, the context of it and what, you know, what God's saying. Like, if, you know, if you do this, then I promise you this or, or, um, you know, and, and we're going, is that true? <laughs> so by the time I got through the Bible, I had like, I don't know, I probably had 10 pages of just verse numbers written down. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and so, but I'm having these conversations with my elders and stuff and they're like, well, that's, that's, you're reading that out of context or that's mm -hmm. up to the will of God. And, and, you know, so you can't just say that that's going to apply to you. And I was like, well, then what's the point? You know, so I'm having these conversations like, no, I think you do. <laughs> And they're like, no, Scott, you just don't understand this stuff. So when, <laughs> this when is the we first were, yeah, we were at a C12 thing. event. Hold and... on. I, 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 I want to get into that. But okay. so that was one kind of part of my abiding. And then the other was I started journaling for business. Um, and I, I probably picked up like from some book somewhere, like, okay, you should write this stuff down. And I started doing that maybe, I don't know, eight years ago, nine years, 10, maybe 10 years ago. I don't know. But it was, but I would date it and I would write down all the issues I was having and all the challenges I was having. And, and then maybe any ideas, um, what I knew, what I didn't know. And I was kind of doing that alongside. So I'm, on one hand, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the Bible and the scriptures. And on the other hand, I've kind of like, all, you know, writing out my life issues over here, trying to figure out what to do with them. But the, and I didn't really kind of put the two together at all. Like I didn't make that connection. Um, but as I'm in the scriptures, it's, it's the most, the coolest thing was I was experienced. So I was like, okay like some business thought would pop in my head. And I was like, Oh no, that's really good. I got to go write that down over here. And so that's, so that's what I would do. Right. I wasn't actually making the connection. Like maybe God was. involved. <laughs> 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 you know, so that, I guess that was kind of like what started me down this path. Right. And, and, but the cool thing is we started living it more and mm -hmm. we just kept leaning back on that. And, and other places were kind of speaking into us and like, no, those promises are like, those are promises. And, and, Mm -hmm. um and we would just lean on that in our life and that served us well and you could see it was the cool thing so then we just were like okay i don't care what the rest of the world is saying she and i we started us. experiencing it and yeah. that trusting god for provision was a big part of it so when we went to you had a little workshop at c12 yeah, that's we right heard yeah. you, we were like oh, it is so he had prepared us well to, to just receive that and i was like all right i don't know if what rich is saying is true but I'd, it agrees with the way i'm thinking so i want to learn more about that and we just we immediately went home and bought his book powered it and um you know it just kind of set off to but the process of unity, I think, was the big thing that we were missing mm -hmm. um, is really sharing our walk with each other mm -hmm. and processing what God was saying to each other together on a regular basis. Yeah. And if we were not in agreement to to come to agreement and that that totally changed how we had discussions, mm. you know, we weren't arguing about things or um, compromising on things anymore. And mm. that was like, just, it was the next level, 
I just, I feel like we were here and God had taught us a lot of things and then just, we just came up higher and yeah. it, it, it's, it's fun now. There's a couple of times and we're like, Ooh, I really want to disagree on this. Cause I want to wrestle with it more. <laughs> <laughs> Have we wrestled enough, you know, to make sure it's not like, is it, are we just in agreement because it's our will? So yeah. Just yeah. really mm -hmm. enjoying that process of wrestling with God and, and wanting that because that's where, you know, you really enter into his will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's been really fun. It's, yeah. And as you um, uh, process that about God's will, uh, you've had two uh, really big things happen. Uh, one is about your company. Um, and then uh, what happened when you, uh, you know, happened that God, God worked in your, at your home to build a body, you know? So talk, talk a little bit about what happened and how did you together come to receive God's will, uh, go to agreement, unity on God's will, and then, and then be obedient to the steps. Yeah. And this is, this is mostly over the last year, right? So, um, it was like a year, with, uh, you know, it's basically, yeah. Um, it started a little bit sooner with the company. So I had been looking for investment in my company. So my software company, we grew, it was a pretty good size uh, software firm, um, it, but we'd never taken on any investment. We just kind of grew it organically. Uh, it grew it from scratch, uh, which is, on one hand is phenomenal. On the other hand, it was really hard, <laughs> but, we did it. Um, and, and, but we did it, but, but we were at to the point where we're like, okay, to, to be competitive, to really move this thing forward. Um, I think, and I'd been, I'd been praying about it, journaling about it. Um, we're going to take on some investment and it failed twice. Like mm -hmm. these investors love this company. They loved everything about it, but for all kinds of reasons, uh, the process that we're going through failed twice. Um, and so like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to surrender that. We're done. You know, that's obviously not meant to be right now anyway. And so, the whole time we were, we knew like, if this is God's will, we're going to find it. And if we don't sell it, that's fine. Or yeah. if we don't find investment, it's fine. There's we have right. we bootstrapped this company this far. It's yeah. he didn't get us this far to be like, oh, you know, sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> at this point in time, we knew that God was going to meet us where we were yeah. at, and He was going to provide the answer. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and it was okay either way it went. And, and I know you actually we knew that God gave us this company, right? And and, yes. and that's something that. Okay, a lot story. of Christians say that, but no, like literally, God gave me this company. This company I was actually fired from. Mm -hmm. And the guy that fired me ended up giving me the company early on. I yeah. mean, there's a whole God. I mean, there's a whole crazy God story in that. Um, and, and then he's been with it on major, major things all along, like, like mm -hmm. supernatural things happening. Mm -hmm. And it was a fun company. Like mm -hmm. people liked to work there. It was a fun place. And I, I enjoyed it. Um, so I'm looking for investment in this company um, to grow it even more. And, 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 you know, I'm thinking five years, seven years ahead, as far as, you know, that's how guys like me think. Um, and so we got all this lined up for the fall of last year, 2020, um, you know, COVID strikes mm -hmm. in you know, the beginning of the year. Um, and so um, I'm, I'm looking to bring in investment into this company, right? And that's up until the end of the year and I'll, I'll kind of switch gears, but that's the plan. And we're moving through, forward with that. And there's, you know, all kinds of activity and a lot of work going into that. Um, COVID strikes. In and I would say the two times before we, we had kind of gotten the abiding process down a little bit by, more by now. The first two were more stressful. This one was not. Not that there wasn't a lot mm -hmm. to do and a lot to process, but mm -hmm. we were more at peace and more in sync with each other um, because we were we were journaling it. We were seeking. We were we were getting step by step answers. Um, and we, we were yeah. looking for correction and we, we had been, we were completely neutral on it. Yeah. And we surrendered it. Like if we're supposed to keep this running, fantastic. If we're supposed to get investment, fantastic. One of my concerns was bringing in a partner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was that? Uh, uh, describe briefly right there, right there at that point, uh, your abiding uh as we've kathy and i have helped uh describe it is it's in the relationship which is all the time you know centered around the word but it's it's all the time mm -hmm. why was there a difference in that abiding relationship in the vine that gave you that peace as opposed to before what what do you see as the as the difference or the critical piece of how how that worked for you I think we were just more consistent with it. We were more consistent with meeting up with one another, more consistently journaling. Journaling was a huge piece of that. 
Um, I'm not sure how we would have processed through it without journaling because I would go at one point I went back through my journal and I highlighted everything because we had been processing this for months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do, you forget. And, and, and I'm like, Ooh, remember this scripture we got, or remember we heard this and being able to flip back through mm-hmm. and highlight everything and kind of see the whole journey. Mm-hmm is very different than trying to remember it. And that that kind of kept putting us back on the same, yeah. or we'd say, we asked this question and we haven't gotten that answered yet. We need to keep asking that question. Um, and I think the first couple of times that we went through this process, I, I in, in my head, it was still kind of separate from my my daily thinking with you know, our time with God. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we cross over, but we certainly weren't doing it together. Mm-hmm um mm-hmm. not to the degree not you know so maybe we check in every couple of weeks and i'd be like oh yeah this is this has happened this has happened this has happened this is the decision i made this is the decision i made are you okay with that mm-hmm. that that's good right and and you know so it's, it was a little different this last time around yeah and as you uh as you describe it which is where a lot of people are you're in the middle of uh seeking uh, answers not having fully the answer but what did you know was going to come we were going to get it. Yeah. We were going to get the answer. <laughs> you know, it was going to come. Yeah. So we were just waiting. And yeah. that process of waiting and not stepping ahead. And it was just like, okay, we don't know the answer on that yet. It's okay. Let's just see how he unfolds this. And, and, and at the end, I don't know if I'm jumping Yeah, ahead. well, hold on, the end on that end, just for a second. Okay. Um, because during this process, actually, the few months before the end of the year, um, we're not on the same page. Like, and it's, and it's mm-hmm. you know, we're mostly on the same page, but we weren't. Mm-hmm. She's hearing different things. I'm hearing different things. Like, okay, well, we got to work on that. Um, and part of it is just my mentality. All right, I got to I got to keep doing these other things and I'm moving the ball forward. Um, but I know in the back of my head, like, okay, this I don't have all the answers yet. <laughs> I can't really I can't really comfortably pull the trigger on any of this yet because we're not there. And and that was okay. It was like, all right, where it's not for now. So we'll just, we'll keep moving ahead and yeah. we don't pull the trigger until if we anybody's ever worked with investors, uh, <laughs> you know, they don't wait around. Like they don't want to wait. They're, they're very like, well, no, you need to make this decision. Now you don't even need to think about it. Don't consult your attorney. <laughs> you got to do this now or we're walking. And that's just the way they work. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so I'm getting all this pressure, uh, but, uh, but, but it's kind of cool because like, no. And I was even telling my, my, my executives and my, my advisors, like, no, I can push back on this. I got no problem pushing back on any of this. Yeah. Um, because there was a lot of freedom in that. Yeah. Being able to trust God and and withstand the pressure yeah. to not it was, it feel was, like we were we were it was pretty awesome at one point. Yeah, I'm talking with my executives and I, and they're like, no, you gotta be doing these. And I'm like, and I, and I opened up my journal and I said, Okay, no, back here uh, on July 15th, this is what God told me. And <laughs> I'm I'm sticking with that. Like that was the conversation. <laughs> it's like he so, shared he shared was, the God process with the it, executives. It was it was a, it was it was a fun thing. Um, but going back to you know, COVID had happened earlier in the year, and this is kind of the other thing, the other big thing that was happening. And then maybe because it all kind of accumulated. Well, yeah, there was a lot going on at the same time. Like because you had to deal with COVID <laughs> with the bit. Like we're still running a business when COVID hit. So how okay, God, how do I deal with this, and how yeah. do I walk through that, and yeah. And, and so I'm a, um, I'm on the board of elders uh, at this church that we were going to, um, and um, that church closed with COVID, like everybody did, right? So we shut down, and it was going to be for a week, and then it was two weeks, and then it was a month, and then it was two months, and that um, that issue in and of itself, like me being on the board of this particular church, um, was challenging for me, and I and actually spent a lot of time with God on that because. I just felt there was no real, they just didn't want to discuss opening at all. Like that just was not on the table. Um, and they never really did for over a year. And um, it just didn't sit well with us, right? It certainly didn't sit well with me. And I didn't feel like we were actually talking. We were not in unity as, a, as a, an elder board. So um, we had church. a lot to process and through, but getting just back to the, because we we're almost done with that, the business part. You want to do that first? As, um, we kind of came to the end of it and I was feeling like, I'm not so sure we're supposed to take investment. I think we're supposed to sell the whole thing. And it really boiled down to, I, I wasn't hearing that the partnership was going to be good. 
So I was just like, that's just not sitting with me. Right. And we processed through that and God actually brought us correction. Hmm. We were, we were going to go one way and we were ready to go with that. And so we were going to, we were just, just for clarity, I, we were ready to sign papers with an investment firm. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. gone through the whole process, all of the due diligence, negotiated. And they were pressuring us, like, you got to sign now. If right, you're right, 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 right. Yeah. And, and so we, we, we had been talking to lots of investment firms and we narrowed it down to the, this one particular firm. They gave us good terms. Uh, we negotiated pretty well on it. We were ready to go. And to the point where, like, I was going to sign, we were going to sign it the next day. We prayed about it. And we just said, you know, we're going to keep stepping in faith, knowing that God, God's going to correct us. We, we feel, we feel like we have the answer. Mm-hmm. God's going to bring correction and we're completely open to that correction. And, and, and she was not, she was, she was feeling and he, that she's, and she heard is, no, we need to sell this company. And well, it, it looked like it, it kind of looked like with this company that it was that, but no, it really but, but wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but, but these were investors, right? And, and, and in my head, no, we're not selling the company. We're bringing in investment. I'm still running this thing moving forward. And that's where I am. And she's like, no, that you're selling this thing. This is where she is. Right. So this is right up to the very end. So we're trying to work through this and it's not feeling right. Um, and, but I'm trying to be neutral on it. She's trying to be neutral on it. And we're trying to hear and we're talking about it every, you know, every day, you know, multiple times a day at this point. Um, and it, I'm like, out of the blue, out of the blue. I don't out know how it blue. happened. That's just out of the blue. <laughs> As they're waiting and like telling this investment company, no, we'll just give us another day or two. Yeah, and we're, we're praying over this. Like, okay, no, we need to come together on this. Um, and we need to do the right thing. Cause this is a big, this is a major decision. You know, this is a big, big deal. And, I, and we're also, we're thinking like, what's going to happen with employees and what's going to happen with, you know, um, there's just, a, there's a lot to, to, to factor into this, but out of the blue, you know, within, you know, so we're down to the really down to the wire. And I've got investment firm investment. I got a whole bunch of investment firms lined up to kind of invest into the company. We picked one, negotiated it, but we're not feeling right about it. And then out of the blue, this company calls and says, um, actually what my, one of my uh, advisors calls and says, we've got this company that wants to just talk to you. They're actually looking to buy your company and do a roll up. And I know that's not anything you've been thinking about, but maybe you ought to talk to them and just hear what they got to say. So I tell Kristen, I'm going to listen to these guys. We're going to hear what they got to say. And then I'm going to sign this over here. <laughs> that was the conversation. <laughs> and, um, and so I heard him out. And immediately after that meeting, I call her and I said, I think I might be on the wrong path here. I think I might actually do want to just sell the whole thing out. Right. Uh, and like so- it lined up with everything we were hearing. And mm-hmm. we, we took our time processing with that too. We were like, okay, this feels right. This feels like it's matching what we're hearing. Okay. Matching, let's continue matching what you hear. So Kristen actually heard Praying this really large amount that the company is supposed to sell for, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not what I was getting for valuations with these investment firms. And the number that this company came in to want to purchase it was the number that she yeah. had been given. It's like the same ah, things lined wow. up. So we're like, well, well that's not a that's a pretty so, good sign. And the the <laughs> company that we almost signed with, we later found out that they were stretching themselves so thin to be able to do it. The investment company. It was probably not going to go through. It was probably going to fail. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a huge save. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And um, a, and a, yeah. a good correct. That was a good course correction that. I, we would not have known that had we not been looking for correction and open to it and, and processing Mm -hmm. together. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, just to summarize, just for our audience, um, all the things you've just said, how critical it is in terms of discerning God's will is it's all about your heart. Mm -hmm. Um, do you actually, (laughs) do you actually want to know God's will? Um, and in a sense, do you expect it as you're not getting the answers? Um, and if, if we have a heart to get it, he'll re, he'll get us there, including check it. Like you say, checking you, uh, help, you know, bring about something to say, you know, I know you're going to go this way, but let me, let me, uh, supernaturally, mm-hmm. uh, check you by doing something else that you said, well, okay, at least I'll, I'll listen to him. 
uh, even at the time you're thinking, yeah, I'll listen, but probably not. But after listening, your heart, remember your heart is, well, I need God's will. And see the spirit, uh, as Kathy and I keep helping people, his role is to guide you into truth through this aspect of peace and joy, unity, confirmation. And you described it beautifully that, is it perfect? No. Um, are you absolutely doing everything right the, all the way down the path? No. But you kept going to neutral, kept processing together, knowing you're going to get an answer, and, <laughs> and God gave you the answer uh, that you then confirmed. And, and God confirmed that even with you know what Chris, Kristen heard about a number, that's the number. Uh, mm -hmm. which kind of says, oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> right. well, that's, I love even the description you gave about how important journaling was in the process yeah. mm -hmm. because God used the very things that you had journaled and the promises that he had given. And I think it's neat just hearing Scott's story about how he was all about the promises in the beginning of his journey with God period. But the fact that God used the promises that he that you recorded in your journal that he was speaking over it to then set you to plumb this is this is what lines mm -hmm. up do you mm -hmm. see it mm -hmm. um, and so what a gift that is to be able to go back and see how he laid out each step little by little for you to know you're on the right path and and keep listening i'm speaking you know? mm -hmm. yeah. and and while that was uh going on um and you mentioned that your church was closed um what happened <laughs> in something you weren't expecting, how did that all come about? Oh. Uh, and that played a big role in even the next steps for you. So mm -hmm. what tell, describe, mm -hmm. describe how that all came about and how you followed that piece of God's will. This is, um, it's kind of an interesting just to kind of kick this off is because the spear is, is kind of whispering in Kristen's ear and whispering in my ear completely separately from each other. Um, we didn't really even talk about this till after the fact, but like, you need to open up your home. Like we're both kind of hearing this, like it's just in some way, form or fashion, just let's get some believers back and together. And we just felt like there, you know, we, we had been in small group with um, one couple and we were good friends with another couple who both lived down the street from us. So that was our thinking is we're going to invite these two families in and see if they want to just worship together. You know, we were be a, just a small group. Um, we did think if they brought all their kids with our kids, we're not going to have enough room. Well, when actually, mm -hmm. there's that thing. Remember early on, like you're not supposed to have more than 10 people or whatever together. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we're counting the kids. We're like, you know, we got like 15 kids just between these three families. But, um, but it was, so we, I had a conversation with both of them and they were willing to give it a go. Yeah, that sounds great. Let's worship together. Mm -hmm. And, um, but you, had, but you had heard, uh, you're saying that prior to that, you both had heard, yeah. open up your home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, that's an illustration of, uh, you know, John 16, uh, 13 to 15, where he's going to guide you into truth and tell you of things mm -hmm. to come. He spoke something to you. Uh, it didn't even fully register mm -hmm. what that was other than, well, I'm telling you something. And, mm -hmm. then, and then describe after having told you something, what yeah. what happened it, without now we know the end from the beginning right but, yeah. but back then we didn't so we were like all right let's open our home and our thinking was small yeah like mm -hmm. <laughs> god's it's thinking is a yeah. bigger than ours but anyways um so we invited them in i don't even think we ever no we were never inside so so our inside. son um had his new girlfriend he's married to now right so um at the time they were uh just courting and he had it in his head you know what i want to do is i want to have a date with my girlfriend in the backyard and i'm going to set up a tv out there and a blanket this is um what time was it it's her birthday was it so may maybe may yeah um and so this is may of last year and he's wanted to set up a blanket in the backyard put a, a tv well, her birthday's in july so um it must have been and, in june he was and just watch a movie together with her so it was really cute and it was oh my little lighting thing hold on um and so it was really cute. So they, he set up a TV in the backyard and they got up, you know, they had a little blanket there and they were, you know, it was during the day and they were watching a movie together. So it was really cute. But I was like, hmm. We were like, we could oh, do that. Wow, we we could put the TV outside. Because <laughs> our, church, novel idea. <laughs> our church was broadcasting their service, right? So we'll just kind of do that. Um, and so we'll, we'll watch the broadcast. Um, but then you know, we, so we were thinking about that. But, uh, but 
our girls actually play some music and they had been leading worship in the barn before the church mm -hmm. closed. Um, and that was all really great. So we said, well, would you guys want to do worship for us? We'll, we'll do worship as a community. You know, this is, keep in mind, this is just a couple of families. Um, and so those two families, my sister was in town and I think we had invited a few more, we were like, oh, we're outside. We have, we have more room. We invited a few more people. Um, one of the families used to sit, she's, I think she still does sing in the praise band and she joined our daughters and yeah. we had worship it was and beautiful. fellowship. And, and watched, after that people, and then we, but we watched the videos on TV yep. um, and, and then we just kind of hung out and fellow fellowship together. Now, did you and, have, did you have already, um, didn't you already have outside something that already had electricity to it and all that stuff? Um, we weren't, yes, we did, but we weren't using it at that time. Cause this is, keep in mind, so that was in our front yard. Um, we have this pond and over in the front yard, we have a stage that we built cause our daughters were doing some productions with, um, homeschool groups, uh, dance, uh, productions, pretty elaborate ones. And so we had this little stage over there, but we weren't using that yet because we we're still thinking small. Okay. At this point. And so we're just in the backyard. And, and basically I set the TV up where my son had set the TV up. Uh, so like I hadn't actually thought beyond that or God hadn't given me any direction beyond that. Um, and so we did that for a few weeks. Um, and where but we were, people left and they were really touched because this was probably June. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we had all been shut down since the end of March. And people were really touched and blessed by it. And they started yeah. saying, well, can we invite people? And we were looking at each other like, sure. I mean, if they're, if they're comfortable coming, we're outside. Sure. Mm -hmm. And they that were touched just to the point where there were people that would be crying because they haven't heard worship, worship. They haven't worship actually worshiped, you know, cause mm. watching worship on television is just, it's just not like you just right. sit, you know, you know, um, and I think, you know, this is probably kind of what sparked it a little bit was, um, prior to this, uh, when the church had closed, but prior to us doing this, opening our home, we'd get our family together, all three of our kids, and we'd be in the living room, and we would put on the worship, and we would sing, and we would raise our hands, and we would, I mean, we were like, okay, God's still here, God is still mm -hmm. here, we're gonna do the best that we can to, to, to really worship him, and um, I'm like, you know, if we're doing this, maybe somebody would like to, and this yeah. is kind of what's in my, what I'm hearing or what's in my head anyway, maybe other people would like to do this too, because. Yeah. And there's something just, about worshiping together. And I guess so many people yes. are missing the sense of community of coming together yeah. with other believers because yeah. things had so shut down around here. And yeah. And so, so we didn't they really started asking in. like, can, can we invite people? And we said, sure. And they, it really got to the point where somebody would be coming across our lawn with their lawn chair and someone would say to me, oh, who is this? You should introduce me. And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> no, no. So I, I decided, I'm like, I have to hand out the lyrics because I don't want someone coming and nobody even said anything to them, mm -hmm. you know? But so, so we met a lot of great people we through this process people, and God, God did an amazing work and it was, it was really fun. And I'm glad that he didn't, I didn't limit him to mm. the two families that we had originally thought of. Yeah. Um, and so we got, we have a whole we got pretty large, now. right? So, I mean, we, we had uh, Sunday services with 60 people on our front lawn, 70 people. Um, and I mean, so many, so many cool stories. We're just spread and people were like, I can go worship. Yeah. And, and they came and. But God we were, really stretched we, us. Scott took the Bill Belichick approach, <laughs> which was, this is week to week. You know, are we having church next week? Yes, we'll have church next week. And I'll, next week, I'll tell you. Because um, we we just didn't well, know what it was, wasn't. It was just a... Well, it was weather dependent, right? Because we're outside. Yeah. You know, we're in New England. Mm -hmm. So um, you never know what you're going to get. And so everybody would ask, well, are we having church next week? They'd ask, you know, on Sunday as they're leaving. And I'd say... I don't know. As long as God gives us a nice day, we're going to have church, but God has to give us a, a nice day. And so if God gives us a nice day, we, we've got church. God gave us, so this is, we started in the end of May, June, June yeah. uh, beginning of June. We had a beautiful Sunday morning weather, beautiful Sunday morning weather from the beginning of June, every single Sunday through December, we're outside so, uh, to right around Christmas time. Wait, that so is Dick unheard of was, in New Hampshire, yeah. by the way. Here's a good story. There was one, yes, it's unheard of here. 
the and we as we got into fall we've been doing this for a couple months uh, we thought the church was going to open in September they didn't so we started processing like what are we going to do we're heading into fall God, do we need to get a building? Do we need an inside place to stay? And as we were processing through that, Scott found um, the, the country club in Portsmouth and we had one service there. It was the only day that rained in that whole time. Uh, we were inside. So, and, and that, that didn't end up, it worked out for the one day. And then it, it I think closed, they, yeah. yeah, that door got closed and we went back to the lawn and we, we have a fire pit out front in our yard. Yeah, so we one. started lighting a fire and we, we had, called it Bonfire Church. Yeah, we had Bonfire Church. So <laughs> in the snow, in the snow with a big roaring bonfire, we were having church outside. It was, it was, it was it. so much fun. And people would just say, we would go to a football game in this weather. It's It was nice out, but it was chilly. Yeah, sure. We'd go mm -hmm. to a football game. We can wear our hats and gloves, no problem. And that's what they did. So that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> so you have this... Uh, this startup by God at work, you just joined what God was doing at work, uh, kept following him step by step by step, uh, experiencing fellowship and God building a body. And in the middle of that, <laughs> uh, he instructs you two to do something completely uh, what you would have thought is, well, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. uh, what did he tell you to do? And, and then uh, where, did he, where did he send you? Well, it got just just to, before we get into that kind of one one more step of of this or one more kind of pretty significant thing with this home church is God's working on us the whole time. And, you know, and he's just giving us a little bit of instruction all along. And when it's a one instruction. So we're watching we're my girls are doing the worship and that's really phenomenal. Um, and there's a whole bunch of stories around that, actually really good stories. But um, one of the things that he did for me, we're watching because we're watching the preaching on a video on a TV screen. He said, Scott, I want you to just share your thoughts from your journal that week. And so I started just doing that just as an additional thing is I would just share some of the things that God had talked to me about and maybe some scripture. And what was really interesting, and, and I just heard that. And so I said, oh, okay, well, I'll try it. I'm not sure if people are even going to want to hear this because like, if you look at my journal, my journal is not very organized and it, I don't even know if it's coherent to other people, right? So I'm sharing though, because I was, thought I was told to. But it just seemed to resonate with people. People were really, it so, really did resonate with people. And it was just a little bit. And then we could see a little bit more. And then eventually we just shut the video off. <laughs> and, um, and so, um, but God's got on my heart, like, okay, if this is not the Scott show. And I'm not very good at this preaching thing because I've never really done it before, but, uh, but I'm willing to do it. And it's really stretching me. Um, and, but he's got on my heart, like, you need to get other people involved. And so I start getting scripture about, no, we're all called to teach. Mm. And so I start sharing those scriptures like, no, we're all called to teach. Yeah. And, and while I'm sharing what I'm hearing about that, I'm actually calling out other guys in, in the, in the, mm -hmm. our little congregation and saying, okay, why don't you share what God's done with you? You know, and maybe mm -hmm. just do a testimony or maybe, yeah, we actually started with testimonies mm -hmm. we did. Um, and that was beautiful. And it brought an intimacy that none of us have ever experienced before mm. it because everybody's just sharing their heart and everybody's sharing what God's teaching them and it it's just it, it's been really beautiful and, experience and so how many people yeah. do you how many how many people do you think have actually preached on Sunday from our church without really Six, thinking about seven? it I'm thinking I have seven is what I was yeah, thinking. seven seven people so they're actually actively preaching now and, and none of these guys, none of these guys have done this before, right? They're all, right. Like, they're all just like I was completely nervous that first time, but it's so fun because they would do it and they would, they would prepare and they would do it. And afterwards they're like, that was the greatest thing ever. Mm. I mean, they really, they really, they just loved it. It's stretched them and, and they're growing and yeah. it's, it's been a blessing to them. It's been a blessing to everybody else, but it's been a blessing yeah. to them. Yeah. Well, and so much of what you're describing describes the Acts church. Yeah. Yes. You know, and just yes. that, you know, that really iron sharpens iron and that real sense of community and worshiping together and sharing what God is speaking. And if, if people would start to say, what's the plan? And we're like, no plan. No plan. <laughs> there is no plan. <laughs> it really was just step-by-step. Step. If we have questions, what are we supposed to do? And people would say, are you starting a church? And initially we were like, no. I mean, if that's what God has for us and that's his plan to come out of this, hallelujah. But that's not, we're not setting out to do that. 
-hmm. We are just being obedient to what we're hearing when we're hearing it. And if it seems like it's supposed to grow or we're supposed to change something or add something, then we need to go to him and and find out what that is. And he just showed us step-by-step how to handle the teaching. We we Mm -hmm. ended up coming inside. We thought the church was going to end. It was like, do we push a giant pause button in November, December until April? And um, it was really in that moment. So we had been looking for a lake house and we had been, this has been years in the making. But as we were processing whether to come inside and we're wondering, you know, maybe God just is bringing the community together and we're not supposed to continue church. And he, he led us to not only the lake house, but a farmhouse, which we, we were not looking to move from stratum. Um, but we had gone to this property and we left and we, we had our daughter Grace with us and we all said, wonderful, beautiful home, not what we're looking for. And then within the process of a couple of weeks, we ended up going back and I felt like I've learned to ask God, what do you have to say about this? Mm -hmm. So in my journal, I wrote down, what do you have to say about this? And I heard, I prepared it for you. And I went, what? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't expecting that. Um, And I just said, okay, I'm going to wait for you to bring Scott around. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to hold off on processing with him. I'm going to continue processing with you. And she didn't um, want to talk to me about this because she knew I didn't want it. It's it's not that I I didn't (laughs) want him to feel like I wanted it. I didn't want to compromise on it. I wanted it to Mm -hmm. be God's will. So this was an area where I was like, I could see where I would want it and he wouldn't. And I, I, I don't want to take that risk because I really want mm-hmm. God's will. So this farmhouse so was I up in the woods him... and, and it, it wasn't really what I was thinking. You know, I, I love the idea. It's up in the woods. It's a beautiful place. And it's kind of my kind of place in the woods, but I was really looking for a lake house and I liked our house down in Stratum. And we have all this wonderful community that we just built down there. Right. That showing up every Sunday morning, you know, right. and, and it's, it's, it was awesome. Um, so I wanted a lake house. This was a farmhouse in the woods. Um, really cool place. No, it's, not, it's not what we're looking for. And, and so, but she, she hears from God, I've prepared this place for you. She doesn't tell me this part though. Um, until after and meantime, like, or maybe simultaneously, um, I'm talking to the realtor about the place. He's like, well, what do you think? And it's like, mm, it's nice, but you know, so is my place in Stratum. And it's not, you know, it's not really what I'm looking for. I wanted to, you know, you, cause I've been working with this realtor. You said, I, like, I, you know, I want a place on the lake. That's really, really what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, but the, as a little side note, the economy, uh, the housing, uh, around this area, especially on the lake, you can't touch anything. There's just nothing even available. There's nothing. I mean, it's not even that you can't afford it. There's just nothing to even bid on. I mean, there's just nothing. Yeah. And if it goes on, it goes off so quickly. Yeah. And we had, yes. had a, um, along the way, we had had a bunch. And we had surrendered this. We, we were yeah. at the point when we went to see this house, I didn't even want to go see it. I was like, this real estate market is insane. I think we need to surrender this and, and come back to it at yeah, another we, time. We stopped, like, because we had so been looking for the lake house we for the last couple of years. We've been even putting some offers and got blown out of the water. It just never happened. And so we're like, okay, we're done. We're making this happen. <laughs> so we're done. We're done. Um, and so the realtor is asking me, he's like, well, what do you think about this, this little farmhouse? And, uh, and I was like, well, no, I, you know, it's, it's really nice, but mm-hmm. no. Um, and he said, well, and then somehow in the conversation, it came up that the, um, the owner of that house had a little cabin down on the lake that was right down the road. And I said, Oh, well, that's interesting. And, and so the realtor sent me the link and I was like, I'm looking at it and it's, it checks like all the boxes off for me, every desire I've ever had for a place. It's, it's just, it's antique. Well, we're in it right now. It's antique. It's, you know, it's built in 1900. It's just, it's little, it's got perfect exposure. It's really cute. Um, it sleeps a good and decent amount of people for being small. Um, and it's, and it's just checked at everything. I was like, well, that place is really great. And the realtor says, well, he might rent it to you for a week. <laughs> like, well, no, I want to, I want to buy it. I, I said, tell the owner I'll buy both places. Uh, Cause this is lining up with me selling the company before this, we didn't have any money. And but now I'm like, okay, I think we can do this. Um, and the realtor says, we'll never do that. He, the guy loves the place. He's, he's, I mean, and he's planning, he's selling the big house. He's going to, he's planning on staying there with his wife. Like that's, that's his plan. He's never going to do that. 
And I said, well, then in the, in this process, we're sharing and yeah. I've shared with him what I've heard and we start processing that and and we're like, okay, step by step. Yeah. Okay, and then we, then let's like, go okay, back and look at it again. This, I think this is what God's got for us. Like this is, seems to be like, okay, God, cause it's, I really like the farmhouse. It's even got a five car garage. No, I'm a car guy. It's got a five car garage kind of thing. The, the though, house like checked a all the boxes. Yeah, we it, just hadn't quite, he, he needed to get us to a place where we were willing to just switch gears to something we yeah. weren't. But then you start thinking. seeing like, okay, like this is some really weird. Um, and so the realtor goes and talks to the owner um, who, in in the owner and and i'm not already we didn't even offer like above we i and we said we'll pay we'll, we'll asking price for both places well like it wasn't our, even an asking price for this place because it wasn't on the market no but the other one was the other one was we gave us we said i'll give him we'll give you asking price for what you're asking over here um but no more and i want to buy this for what i think it might be worth if you actually were going to sell it and the guy said okay and they got a they got a better offer on the farmhouse and they should have right. kept this yeah we found that out later. A couple from New Jersey yeah. had come up and, and given a much better offer than we had given, and he would have been able to keep this they place. Didn't take it, so. they, they, they went with us instead. It, it was very much like everything falling into mm. place. Yeah. Except and, we're moving out of Stratum, the community that yeah. we're in, right? So this is so kind of a big one thing. of our big abiding things at this in yeah. conjunction with this. Well, well, what about the church? Like you're clearly doing something on our front lawn. Why would mm -hmm. we step away from that? We must not be hearing right. And we had to process through that. Like, we want to be where you are. We don't want to leave something that's yeah. great. That was a challenge. And we had really started to become a community. And God started showing me in scriptures that um, the scriptures that just came up in my abiding time was, you know, in the gospels, some of the disciples stayed where they were and some of them moved around. Mm -hmm. And I went, Okay. <laughs> are you sure <laughs> um but that's that's what he started to show us was nope i i you've done this here you are to release it and mm -hmm. you're to move yeah and we did that and we did not know if the church was going to continue i just wanted to be obedient to god's will because i didn't want to leave his people if, mm -hmm. if that's not what he wanted me to do right and um there, uh, interestingly enough, there's another couple who had come to speak to us in October. So this is December, January timeframe. And um, in October, they were like, we want to meet with you. What are you doing? And we were like, are, are they upset this with is, us? This or? is a couple that started going to our church and we didn't really know them particularly We well. did not and know they, them at they all. They came to us and they said like, okay, you guys tell, you got to tell us, what are you doing? What's, what's your plan here? And what are your intentions? Are you starting a church? And we just walked them through. No, we're just being obedient to God. They one wanted step to start at a, a time and they were like well we want to start a church and we we're like okay um so it's interesting to me that at that moment that's what their heart was and mm. we helped share with them um the process of step by step we actually, we actually took, took them, them through, through abiding we, we took a small group felt god wanted us to share abiding with the church so we started that in a small group format and they were in they it, were in it and um the church is now at their house yeah. And looking back, it, it took God months to put all of those things into place. It wasn't for us to jump into back in October. No. You know, there was a process, not only with us and with this other couple, but with everybody attending our church. And that's one thing we started to see is, all right, we're seeing these things, but other people aren't there and they're processing with God yet. So not only do you have to wait for God, you've got to wait for his timing yeah because mm -hmm. he's got to get people to a place where they'll embrace what he has for them yeah and as we uh uh you know come to the kind of the end of our time here with uh you guys uh, you uh we know kathy and i both know you could uh you have a few more stories we need to have them back uh, <laughs> that you could uh, share and uh, a lot of people are saying hey i want to Hey, what about this? What, what's what's next? You know, and uh, so it'll be exciting uh, as you have learned to truly follow God. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and it's always based upon the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Receive and give it away. You've given it away. Uh, and it's always his assignment, not yours. Even even when you see, hey, look at this. Look at all this cool stuff that's happening. He said, yeah, thank you so much. Uh uh, other people are going to pick it up. I got new things for you in a different mm -hmm. location, and I'm going to supernaturally confirm that. 
which he did, because otherwise you wouldn't even even done it. Um, and your adventure, this is why we got to have you back on. It'll be fun over the next couple of months mm-hmm. to find out what your adventure is and then share a little bit further about, okay, now here's what's happened, including, I know you're still, you're still helping disciple uh, that church down there, not running it anymore, not there every week, but helping to participate in it. So God has, still has that piece of it. Mm-hmm. It's been, um, even since all this happened, I mean, we only got up to just last December, but the last mm-hmm. six months have been so much fun. I mean, I think it just keeps getting sweeter and sweeter. It's, yeah. it's a grand adventure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. Walking with him is, is just been, we're, we're in absolute awe of what he's doing and that we get to join in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll uh, schedule that. Um, uh, Cause your enthusiasm is contagious uh, and we can sense the joy. Uh, yeah. what, what could be better than walking in God's path? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and, you, and you get to be there and are experiencing it. So we uh, certainly appreciate you uh, sharing that today and uh, we're just excited for you and we will definitely have you back and uh, uh, we wanna continue uh, even picking it up further with you have more stories to share, which we'd love to hear as well as we're excited. Kathy and I are excited. We can hardly wait to see what's next. Uh, Absolutely. And we get to be part of that uh, because you're part of our community and what happens to you is a joy to us. So we're, we're really excited. So thank you so much for uh, sharing uh, with us today. And, oh, uh, our pleasure. And we'll look forward yeah. to it. Kathy, we'll uh, see you tomorrow. And by the way, um, uh, we have uh, End Times Friday tomorrow. And then next week, uh, we're going to share about the issue of the vaccine, uh, of how do you handle that and how do you uh, shepherd other people into God's will about that, uh, which is an interesting, sticky wicket. We're going to talk about that Monday and Tuesday. Specifically, that's going to be a great conversation. Uh, but actually, we're going to add to that uh, this aspect of uh, uh, church bodies, uh, starting new bodies, starting new fellowships, uh, lots of questions about that, uh, mm-hmm. that we're going to bring into that conversation because, uh, it's, it's understanding God's way, not what we think or, or either should do mm-hmm. or shouldn't do, mm-hmm. or what about our old church and are they good or bad? You know, it's, it's the whole thing is, is, well, let, let's just go seek God together. So we're going to bring that in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Monday and Tuesday, um, and you guys are part, kind of part of that because of the body that you started and lots of questions still about that. So uh, we're going to talk about that, Kathy, uh, Monday and Tuesday of uh, next week. Looking so forward to it. Fun. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for, for sharing, Scott and Kristen. We love to hear how God's moving in your life. And if you found today interesting and encouraging, please be a friend and tell a friend. Share the podcast with others. And thanks for listening. Yep. We'll see you guys. Enjoy the lake house. We'll see you guys later. Have a great day, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.